Welcome back to another episode of the Crispy Cast, Episode 5, Victor Stone, a.k.a. Cyborg. I'm your co-host, Christopher Bernard, and I'm here with... Jody Cameron. This episode's on Cyborg. Most people know him from the Teen Titans. More recently, he's joined up with the Justice League. I believe he replaced Martian Manhunter. I found his core story pretty interesting, and obviously it changes up a little bit. But Victor Stone... I believe it was, I'm not sure if it was high school or college, I can't quite, we're going to go with early college, like first year college, and his father being a scientist, I believe for Star Labs, missed the game, the scouts, it must have been high school, because the scouts were coming to the game, Uh, this was his big moment, he gets the moment, even though his father's not there, and he's just pissed, needs to go vent, needs to show his father that it's not okay to miss these key things over what, science? (laughs) So he barges in on his dad and goes you know what you think your work's more important than me just starts smashing stuff in the lab not knowing there's this experimental thing called the mother box which comes from planet apocalypse which is a planet run by a dark side so this is kind of reboot origin i think he's as old as 1980 this character is can you believe it's almost a half century we've had Cyborg with us? So his dad, Silas Stone, and his mother, Eleanor Stone, in the original series, the original origin, are scientists. And that is, that's kind of the crux of his character, is that they want him to be an academic, they want him to be uh, interested in science, but in the new version, they're more neglectful. They're more uh, workaholic, they're more consumed with their careers. Uh, and I think they just, they assume that he's going to follow in their footsteps, Meanwhile, I mean, he wants to be a kid. He wants to be a, a sports star, a football hero, not an academic at all. I think the original lab accident was not him raging out, but rather they were performing an experiment that was highly dangerous. He just comes in at the wrong time. For me, I feel like Cyborg has always been a, a bit of a tortured character. Whether it's early college or, or high school, he's got kind of that emo teenage thing happening, which is perfect for the Teen Titans, uh, when he becomes kind of second in command, or, the, or even the voice of reason for the Teen Titans. Uh, it makes sense that he, he's positioned there because of his youth, and because of his kind of initial kind of rebellious nature. I mean, ultimately, the, f- the first origin has him as an experiment object. It retains this uh, this kind of uh, dynamic, this uh, this friction between him and the, the previous generation, and he never asked to be a superhero. Like, it's not his choice. He wakes up, he's a, he's not human anymore. Well, I think that the new origin better fit what they ended up doing later with the character, right? Which was after the initial mother box, uh, it set up a connection between him and Apocalypse, which was important basically the anti-life equation was completed and so all technology turned people into essentially a type of zombie they used him to spread it and then as soon as he figured out he was the key to solving it a deceased version of wonder woman takes and removes his head (laughs) oh wow (laughs) yeah cuts him right out of it but it was a perfect uh setup for him because him being so advanced with technology he can connect with the whole interface of the planet and just when he like it kind of undermines where people don't really realize like the importance of Cyborg. He falls into the same kind of character 
position I feel like Iron Man does, where you can add to him from a technological perspective as a writer any way you want to propel a plot, right? Do you need missiles? Just build missiles in. Do you need, you know, dimensional warping? Just build that in through alien technology. If he's a genius, he just continues to upgrade himself. If there is alien technology involved, it means that he can be far superior to anything that we have on Earth. And uh, from a writing perspective, it's kind of like a get-out-of-jail-free card. You can really do anything you want with the character. But the good and the bad and the ugly of Cyborg for me is the good, he's endlessly powerful and endlessly flexible as a character for a writer. You just build it in. The bad, he's kind of on the nose, he's kind of cliche, he's kind of every cyborg you've ever seen in every media. On the surface of him, he's kind of a, a, a boring character to look at. The ugly is his character design. But he's, he's a black character, and he's a disabled character. I think that's something that is often forgotten, because he's so capable, super capable, with all of his robot, robotic enhancements. I look at him, and he's actually... He's 100% more interesting as a character than than Superman or Aquaman or, or, or even Wonder Woman. I think Cyborg's time is now. Uh, I feel like it's time for us to have a Cyborg movie. Like, I first seen him uh, early 2000s on Teen Titans, and I loved his relationship with Beast Boy because they were both people suffering physically. Like, Beast Boy is a green. He's got, like, pointed ears, and, you know, obviously Cyborg being mostly machine. But they were always really comfortable around each other, and they always kind of... They were kind of... Not putting in your face, but undermining and low-key showing up, like, the positivity of being acceptable of who you are. And it was, it was just fascinating to see that. And then and uh, Cyborg's always played, and the way he talks is, like, he still's got that cool confidence as the athlete. And he's always the, you know, you know, the sexy man talking, and, like, he's always super smooth to ladies. Even as a robot, he shows up, and he's like, hey, girl, how you doing? But, like, he's always, to the nines, 90% robot. 10% man, all badass. <laughs> and I feel like DC has explored a lot of the similar kind of themes and ideas that Marvel has with Iron Man where they depending on on the book uh, they'll, they'll kind of push Cyborg in one direction or another tech, from a technological perspective and uh, there are times where um, he becomes like an ultra weaponized uh, problem where he's taken over, where his humanity is reduced to almost nothing, where the question of how to retain his humanity comes up over and over. I feel like he is very much DC's Iron Man. I personally feel like his character is, for me, a, a more interesting from a, from a human perspective. I don't know that Iron Man ever sat down and thought, oh, if only I were a regular guy. If only I could have been what I should have been. My future was taken from me, and not by my choice, right? Where Cyborg, all he really wanted to do was play football and be a regular guy. And that, that's pretty tragic, right? I think in that sense, he would actually be more like Fantastic Four is the thing. You were mentioning his relationship with Beast Boy, and they both, they're both freaks. They're both stuck being freaks. They don't really have a proper family unit. They found their family in the Teen Titans. That's where I like Cyborg. When he's in the Justice League, I feel like he's just another one of the heroes. I think it's nice that they brought him to the Justice League. 
Well, it only makes sense. He's one of the most powerful humans on Earth. He can't possibly not be. And he only has the potential to become more and more powerful. If it were up to me, instead of having him be a founding member of the Justice League, I would have brought him off the Teen Titans to join the Justice League. Because originally, the Titans were formed so Robin could be trained as a leader to eventually lead the Justice League. If I were new to the DC universe of heroes, and I was particularly interested in Cyborg, what media would you suggest I start with to get a taste of, of maybe what the best of that character and his presentation has been, in your opinion? Well, I know in the original Teen Titans, they had all four, all the members had an arc where you got to really get a nice slice of what the character was about. And I feel like watching Cyborg's arc, like they have a thing where he gets to see the opportunity or someone puts something in his face that makes him believe they could have his old life. He has the choice. And then they, but he ultimately chooses not to, he decides to go with what's right instead of what's easy. Besides that, I would, I would maybe just, comic books would be a better example because they're more consistent because the Justice League movies are just about the Justice League, not about a particular character. They've done a lot of great things with him in comic and in animated series. In the cinematic DC universe, I feel he's been underutilized and underserved. And maybe the elephant in the room is the Justice League film versus the Snyder Cut. I feel like they did him a real disservice with the way they cut that film. I felt like they really ripped off Cyborg in how much screen time he gets and in the way he's presented there. Like, Cyborg looks like trash in the Justice League movie. I think he looks terrible. Looks like garbage. I would rather them not do a Cyborg film than do it poorly. So I feel he's a completely underdeveloped and underutilized character in the cinematic universe, but in I think we agree that in the comic books and in, in the animations that uh, they really flesh him out and that he's a, a totally likable and identifiable character. I think he's fantastic. Cyborg's definitely an underrated character, uh, an underappreciated character, and I think there's a lot of untapped potential uh, for Cyborg to do great things for DC. I also think that he's a solid nine and a half or more for potential uh, heroism. Like, he could stand for a lot more. I think he needs to be in front of a lot more things. And I do think that we will see more of him. It just depends if they're going to do good by him. Here's to great things for, for Cyborg. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Episode 5. I make comic books, The Legend of Creature. If you want to follow the journey on that, we have two issues out. You can DM me for a copy if you want. We do send them anywhere in Canada. Chris B. Comics. That's K-R-I-S dot B Comics. That's my Instagram, and I also have a Facebook page. It's the same. All right, we'll see you again on the next episode once a week.